You're listening to the Ideal Life Club podcast, episode 18. Welcome to the Ideal Life Club podcast, where it's all about fast-tracking your ideal life. Join your host, life coach, and author of The Happiness Habits Transformation, Michelle Reeves, for inspiration and practical tips to finally claim success on your terms with clarity, confidence, and the courage to unleash your passion on the world. and welcome back to the Ideal Life Club podcast. I'm your host Michelle Reeves and as this week is Mental Health Awareness Week, I'm sharing a special interview I did with Louise Humphrey for the weekly YouTube show Pilates for Busy People. But before we get started, I wanted to remind you about my free mini course Overcome Overwhelm to help you ditch overwhelm and get back on top fast. There's nothing worse than the sickening feeling of having too much to do and not knowing where to start. So when I identified the key triggers that kickstart that feeling and how to overcome them, I knew I had to create a free mini course to help you stop overwhelming its tracks and get back on top fast. In this mini course, you'll learn the key steps to take when overwhelm hits so it doesn't stop you from taming your to-do list and smashing your goals. And I walk you through each video module step-by-step with easy access on your desktop, laptop, tablet, or phone. And there are even downloadable workbooks you can use to consolidate your learning and create a personal toolkit you can use the next time overwhelm hits. To sign up now for instant access to all the videos and workbooks, head over to michellereevescoaching.com forward slash overwhelm. And as always, I'll add the link into my show notes. Okay, let's get on with the show. Louise Humphrey has been teaching Pilates for 17 years and is the owner and founder of Studio 44 Pilates, an online membership for Pilates practice with 10-minute only videos so there's no excuse about fitting it into your busy life. Louise is passionate about keeping the nation moving and in her weekly YouTube show, she shares tips and ideas for adding movement and time into your busy day. In this episode of the show, especially recorded for Mental Health Awareness Week, she interviews me about how moving my body daily was such an important part of my mental health journey. Hi, and welcome to this week's Pilates for Busy People weekly show. This week, I have Michelle Reeves with me. And Michelle, tell us about yourself. So uh, I'm a certified life and mindset coach. Um, I am also the author of The Happiness Habits Transformation and I run a Facebook group that you're part of, which is lovely to have you in, um, called The Ideal Life Club and I'm also the host of The Ideal Life Club podcast. Lots of things going on, Michelle. (laughs) Lots of things going on in my world. (laughs) So I've got you on because this week is uh, Mental Health Awareness Week and I know that you've been through sort of a few few issues I was going to say that's not really the right word is it but I wouldn't I want to do I wonder if you could tell us about your experience and what has happened to you okay yeah so um well about 10 years ago I quit my job in corporate marketing and um, my husband and I moved out to China for four years we lived in Shanghai and um it's full of excitement you know we thought this was going to be the most amazing adventure and it absolutely was um, but while we were out there, you know, fast forward about two years while we were out there and I was suddenly completely unrecognizable to myself in the grips of 
postnatal depression. So I had my daughter in Shanghai and um, she was premature. Right. And I suffered um, very severe postnatal depression afterwards um, and went from sort of being um, in, in corporate life, running teams, managing uh, agencies, managing a big budget um, to really struggling to get out of bed in the morning. And so it was a huge blow and a huge shock. But I found, uh, I went into therapy for a while and then I found a way back to, to me, to yeah. the woman I was before. Um, and really that's the subject of my book. That's what yeah. I've written about in my book and um, to help other women who might be struggling as well. Because you don't, you know, you don't have to have gone through a diagnosis of depression to know that there's something not quite right in your life. Yeah. No, no. Um, no, I appreciate that. And actually being far away from home and family and friends was probably compounded it all. As yeah. Well. yeah, I'm sure it had... A big influence. Um, I didn't have the support uh, there. I mean, the team in our expat community was fantastic, but I didn't have uh, quite as much support as you, we have back here, thankfully, from organisations like Mind and Pandas UK. So I'm sure that did contribute. Um, so yeah, it was a it was a challenging time, a challenging time. No, and I, well, I, I say I can imagine. I can't. I know what it's like to have a young baby, but I've never experienced, you know, that that absolute feeling of not being able to get out of bed in the morning. And I, I can't imagine that. So this week, this week, this year's mental health awareness week is all about body image. And I and did that play a part in how you were feeling as well? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it, it did play a part. Actually, I was really active before I became a mum. Um, my husband and I would, uh, we had a personal trainer and we used to go training every week. I actually met him through exercise, uh, in a, in an exercise club, that's how we met, uh, which is always, um, a fantastic story. I'll tell you more details outside of this, outside of this. Um, yeah, so we, I was always really, really active, but then, you know, existing on only a couple of hours sleep because the situation I was in with my daughter was that I had to feed her every two hours, every two to three hours, 24 hours a day for a yeah. period of time um, because she was premature and her stomach was very, very small. Um, so existing on that small amount of sleep and also depression has a way of robbing you of energy and of um, making you forget the things you enjoy. Yeah. So it just all seemed too overwhelming to cope with living and looking yeah. after this poor human and also then starting to exercise all over again. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just, it was all too much. But I think, yeah, definitely that obviously had an effect on the way I felt in my body and yeah. the way that I felt I looked. Um, and, you know, I don't think I have body dysmorphia, but a depression does have a way of making you see yourself very differently to the way other people see you. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that. And once you'd had your diagnosis, was that the catalyst for your change? And, and why? why did, well, what made you sort of get that momentum to get out of your depression or um, yeah um but it wasn't instant no. I can tell you that yeah. it was not instant by any means I had therapy for a period of time um I had cognitive behavioral therapy and part of that therapy was um writing therapy so I did a lot of writing about how I was feeling and that actually turned and became a blog um and so part of the momentum was sharing my story um and um i went on to win um awards for the blog um and i think that sort of seeing that i wasn't alone was a great catalyst for helping me to move forward but also you know wanting to be the best mom i could for my daughter um and and also i think honoring myself and my passions yeah um 
you know, trying to get back to the woman I was before. I knew that I'd been that in that place. I knew yeah. I'd been successful and confident and happy. So I kind of thought there must be a way back to it. Um, I don't think therapy did that for me. Um, therapy, I will constantly and forever be grateful for the therapy I had. But I think I always say that the therapy got me from non-functioning, so yeah. really struggling to get out of bed, yeah. to functioning. So I was kind of existing and living, um, but I wasn't thriving. Um, and it took my own sort of journey of personal development, really, to get back to that place. Yeah. And, and so did exercise have a, a, an impact on that? Were you able to, I, I mean, the biggest thing, especially when you're a new mum, is finding the time to exercise. Right. But I know, even, you know, I've never been in deep depression, but I know when I've had enough and I go out for a run or something that I feel great. And so we all, and we know the science behind it all. So did exercise, did you manage to get exercise into that sort of transformation that you, you had? Yes, absolutely. It was, it was a big part of my uh, mental well-being, actually. Yeah. Um, it's one of my eight happiness habits that I write about in the book. Um, I'll see about that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it's right in there. It's habit number four, uh, which is all about um, making moving your body daily um, your stress solution without having to join the gym. Yeah, you have to join a gym. No, to be I'm to with you on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So things like you know dancing um, with with Amelia to try and get her to sleep. Um, you know, moving, swaying, doing fun stuff with her. Maybe going for a swim if I could get you know some some time away. Um, and you know, we all know it keeps us healthy and it releases those great feel good endorphins. And yeah. that was fantastic because it was like a um, a natural mood enhancer, which was which was great. Um, and I think also just um, it was a commitment to myself to take time out for me. So as well as the healthy side of it, it also was me committing to taking some time out away from being a mum just for a short period of time to just do something for myself. And I think we often forget that side of exercise. It's, you know, it's doing something for you, which is so, so important. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be, I mean, like you say, go for a run, but you could almost go for a walk as well, couldn't you? It doesn't. Oh, totally. And, and one of the most important things you just said there, which I bang on about all the time, is to move daily. And it is yeah. so, so important. Um, you know, I, I tend to sit a lot more than I used to, even though I'm teaching, and I just, it, I hate it. So even you know even I feel that so just getting up and getting that movement going is really really important um I agree. and I think as I'm getting older I mean I'm I'm 46 now I'm not I'm not ashamed so to say it and um you know but as you get older you know things just don't start working quite as well as they did well, not, um, early in the morning. Yeah. not early in the morning um, and you know, I absolutely swear by getting up early and doing, you know, yoga in the morning just to kind of stretch everything out. Or Pilates. Um, or Pilates, absolutely. I do a bit of both. Um, and I also, I'm like you, sitting at my desk a lot of the time, I'm coaching my clients wherever they are in the world using Zoom as we are today. So um, I find I'm sitting down a lot as well. And I really notice how that closes my hips. Yeah. and you know affects my muscles in my back um and stomach so i've actually just bought myself a standing oh, wow. converter oh that's a whole so i'm gonna be standing up <laughs> they are yeah. amazing they are absolutely amazing and actually um yeah i, I would like one so um I, yeah, yeah, well, like, you can get converters for your desk so it's not actually a, a standing desk because yeah. they are crazy money but you can buy sort of converters so i'm going to give that a go oh, I... try working standing up and see 
interested to I'll see you know. how that goes definitely yeah. but the other the other point just before we move on that you also said that is you did things with your daughter and i think people sort of you might not be exercising to the to the ability that you want to do but actually it again is really important because you can move with your children and have a bit of fun and it brings yeah, we used to walk with the pram i used to do long walks in in shanghai um pushing the pram you know and getting yeah. her to sleep even just while she was sleeping i would just walk and walk and walk and listen yeah. to music or podcasts inspiring podcasts you know personal development books whatever it was i would just shove them on the headphones get out there um and uh, i started doing um yoga and pilates in china actually oh, and um, yeah i did i had a I had a lady that came to the house to help me and as Amelia got older, we would kind of incorporate her in because she was a weight. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so um, we would incorporate her into it in some ways. So I would sometimes sort of squat while I was holding her as a natural weight and things like that. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was a whole new world for me, yeah. but, but great fun. Yeah. And also it gives your children a thing about exercise. If they see you do it, ultimately it becomes a natural thing. So it's a brilliant thing. So you mentioned you'd written your book, The Happiness, the Happiness Habits Transformation. Sorry. Um, can you tell us a little bit about this and, and how you were able to stay motivated and positive as you went through your trans transformation? Yeah, so um, I really wrote the book. Um, it, I mean, it was sharing my journey, if you like, um, and, and the book does include part of my journey. It goes back to that time and, and, and walks a little bit through it. Um, but really, the book is about sharing the eight habits that yeah. I found um, helped to bring me back to me. Um, and so it's and it, it, for me, it was you know, always people talking about, you know, be more grateful and or you know, do gratitude practice for example or um you know you've got to find your goals and your why or um you know it's important for you to do meditation and become aware of your thoughts and i think all these are great practices and they definitely form part of my of the habits that i i used myself but it wasn't until i created a, a simple daily routine around those habits yeah. that worked for me that's when it really started to take off because you know i would pick up a habit and try it for a while and i'd be very excited about it and then i'd forget about it for a couple of days and i'd move on to something else and and, and i think we all do that so much yeah. you know habits form the whole of our lives even if we don't realize it our lives are run by habits and there's been huge amounts of research done uh, about this um and i've been very lucky to share a lot of that research in the book from people that have done it and people that have written about it and been very kind to, to let me share it um, and so what the book does, it kind of, as well as kind of laying to rest a lot of those demons that I had from that time, I wanted to create a path that anybody could follow for their own transformation. Um, because you know, that's really what the book's about. It's my story, but it's also about the reader's journey. So yeah. within the book, and it's really interesting when I've been doing book talks about this, um, in the book, there are spaces, I've got a copy here next to me, there are spaces where people can write um, you know their own notes on on you know how they're sort of going through so like kind of like a space there where you can I don't know if you can see that but where you can write your notes and it's really interesting because people have said to me I can't write in the book <laughs> I'm writing books it's I know, so, so funny we brought up like don't you know don't deface a book but no it's very much meant to be a practical guide for people so they can have you know write notes as they go along make it work for them create yeah. their routine to boost their own self-esteem and help them dream and plan their biggest goals and I think for me the way that I stayed motivated through my transformation was setting those goals um, so whether that was setting an exercise goal um, you know I'm going to try and make sure I work out you know maybe this week it's just going to be 
10 minutes three times a week and then I'm going to build that over time to 10 minutes five days a week and then I might yeah. try and do a little bit more at the weekend or whatever it might be but kind of setting those staging goals and doing that in all areas of my life as well and setting myself goals for um, my personal development and, and what I was how, you know what I was going to do work-wise this is before I started my business as a life coach um, so I'm a really big advocate of setting yourself goals and, and getting some help along the way as well, you know, reaching out and asking for help to help you yeah. get there. No. And I think that's, that's, I mean, it's fantastic because actually they don't have to be your goals that you've written or your eight happiness points, do they? But no. so to show what you can do and making small, you know, like you were saying, making small goals that you build on. And I think people always make too big a goals. And, and then they don't achieve them. So even just making one and changing and changing the habit, I think is fantastic. So we will put a link to your book uh, below. Definitely. Thank you. So if anyone's interested in that, but that was great. That was brilliant, Michelle. Thank you so much for coming on and telling us about your experience. Um, and I'm sure it will be very useful for other people out there. So thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. It's been a pleasure being on today. Thanks, Louise. So I hope you enjoyed listening to Louise and I chatting. And do check out Louise's website at studio44pilates.com where you can find out all about her membership. And do have a look at her blog as well where you can find all the transcripts for her weekly show. Okay, thank you so much for tuning in today. I know your time is valuable and I really appreciate you taking the time to join me. Next week, I'll be sharing another inspiring interview with a successful woman in business who has overcome challenges to live her ideal life. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss that one. Before I go, I would love you to join us in the Ideal Life Club Facebook community, a supportive space I've created on Facebook for ambitious women who want to grow themselves as well as their business. To find out more and join us, head over to michellereevescoaching.com forward slash Ideal Life Club. And finally, if you like this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review on iTunes so that more women get to find the podcast. In the meantime, until next week, be positive, be powerful, be productive, and keep fast-tracking your ideal life. Bye for now.